to down to down to. Yeah. Um, miffed and peeved. Miffed and peeved. That's a way of saying like you're angry or you're mad. Don't be miffed and peeved. Miffed. Don't be miffed and peeved. I don't want it. I know. It's a real It's a real one. I don't use it. Not in your vocab? Down to down. Yes. This is Stephen Adams. Don't be miffed and peeved. No, you can't be miffed and peeved. Right. Sorry. This is Stephen Adams. You can't be miffed and peeved because you're listening to Down to Dunk. Good morning and welcome to episode five, six, eight of Down to Dunk. You can find us on CLNS Media, dailythunder.com, dash radio at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or of course, anywhere you subscribe to your podcasts. I am Luke. Joined this morning by Andrew. Ham through. And Jay. It's Jay. Andrew, you're back. I'm back on I, the fry pod. I almost for one second had song lyrics. I had I know, song I was, lyrics picked up, but I just wasn't going to do it. Yeah. Rest in peace, Taylor. You can't force it. Yeah. Andrew had a baby. I did have a baby. He did. Yeah, baby's great, man. How's that going? It's great. Are you sleeping yet? Yeah, I mean, interrupted sleeping. Sure. But, but sleeping. Has that so, been? That's not much different than normal sleep for you anymore. I mean, it's fine. It's good. You know, I whatever. think that's, that's how parents and adults have evolved to where like they just function on very little sleep yeah it's just like kids just you just figure out how to sleep yeah when you this can. is what it is the first your first kid though shoot you're just like what is this life that i've chosen <laughs> what have i done to myself i mean it's 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 a big one yeah but i had a couple more yeah whatever you, you know the sleep isn't the biggest issue yeah right Everything's good though. Just all the poop, man. I know. Poop. Everywhere. Oh, he's pooping. Man, he that. squirted poop on me four times. Just distance pooping. All right. Man. Man. <laughs> For real. <laughs> hey. Just throwing that out there. It happens. I feel like now I, I know how you feel when me and Taylor are talking about things that you want to start the pod stuff. Right. Just talking about distance squirt pooping. <laughs> Hey, but we're glad you're back. We are glad. Taylor is actually en route to his bachelor party. Oh, my God. Yeah, that we're not invited (laughs) to. Yeah, that we were not invited to. We didn't even smell an invite. Save it for the miffed and peeved. Oh, yeah. Bro, what are you talking about, man? Yeah. We got a new drop. That's what I said to Taylor whenever I heard. That's what he was doing. Bro, what are you talking about, man? Bro, what are you talking about, man? Hey, but we are glad Andrew's back. And uh, we're actually going to get into some basketball, and so that's oh right. It's off season, but we're getting at least close enough. And I saw a thing the other day that said it's like halfway between the end of the season and the beginning of the new season, which I don't really know what that means. But uh, yeah. is that like, true? Yeah, but it feels like it's okay. way closer. Yeah, yeah, that can't be true. But that's like the actual regular season. The difference is oh, okay. we have like training camp, and training camp have- in like a month. Yeah, yeah, training camp in a month. And preseason. Preseason. At the beginning of October. Six weeks, basically. So. Yeah. That's just a, that's a, not a real thing. Yeah. Whoever did that was wrong. Yeah, it'd be like we're halfway between not even the draft, but like summer league, it feels like. Yeah. And the beginning of the season. Yeah. Idiots. Yeah, that dumb idiot. <laughs> Stupid idiots. Well, today we're going to preview the Southwest Division. But before we do, because there's a whole lot to do there, let's talk about Anthem right up front. Okay. They got some Hey, deals. go ahead, man. They got some beers. You tired from from babies? 
Drink a beer. Drink an anthem beer. <laughs> Drink one. Drink one. And man, make sure it's in that frosty mug and it will go down so smooth. <laughs> I'm telling you, okay pills, and I've rediscovered okay pills in the frosty mug. See, man. The it's frosty so mug, good. man. It is so good. Ooh. I've been living 30, 31 years, almost 32 years in just darkness. Wow. Without the frosted mug. <laughs> like you've never had a beer out of a frosted mug? Well, I have like at restaurants, like a Mexican restaurant like, if they give you beer. Chilies. But like at my, at my house, like drinking beers? Yeah. No. I'm, 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 a, I'm a new convert. Wow. And it is beautiful. Welcome. It feels so good and nothing better than an okay pills and one of those, man. Yeah, for real. Yep. And so okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to branch out and start doing the golden one tonight. I was going to challenge you mug. to try the Arjuna in a frosted mug. I want to. Probably hey, you know what? Be good. You'd probably take any of them. Guess what? Golden one? True. Herberos? Guess what? IPA? Beer tastes good really cold. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. You can find yeah, Anthem at your local liquor stores and soon refrigerated. Yep. Ooh. And, and in Walmart, Target. Walmart. Probably Walgreens. You'll be walking through the Walmart and, and you'll see it. Gold ones. That That's going to be great. That would make it easy. That's going to be so great. Easy. Yeah. yeah and, Adam, and, they, tonight, 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 Adam uh, Miller is playing live music, which Adam Miller is also a listener, isn't he? He is, yeah. He comes to our live yeah. pods. So he's playing the night at Anthem. So if you haven't been to the tap room, which you always want to go to the tap room because they have some beers you just can't get anywhere else. It's true. Support the people that support Down yeah. to Dunk and watch Adam Miller play music. Yeah. Come on, Adam Miller. Tonight, yeah. 7 o'clock at Anthem. It's awesome. Go in there, get you one of their delicious beers that you can only find in the tap room. Maybe they have their coffee IPA with Elemental still going on. Maybe Ooh. they have their wheat IPA still going on. Ooh. Whatever it is, go to the tap room. Check out Anthem Brewing Company. Support the people that support Down to Dunk. Oh, yeah. All right, guys. Let's jump straight into our Southwest Division preview. Let's do this. Right? Our first team is the Dallas Mavericks. Let's talk about their roster changes and their transactions this summer. Do we want to just do all of this? I want you to do who's in and who's out. Okay. That's all I want you to do. New to the team, Costas Antetokounmpo, Ryan Brehoff, Jalen Brunson, Luka Doncic, Devin Harris, DeAndre Jordan, Daryl McCon, Ray (laughs) Spalding, out, Kyle Collingsworth. Seth Curry, Yogi Farrell, Aaron Harrison, Doug McDermott, Jonathan Motley, and Nerlens Noel. Hey, that was good. Not bad, man. Boom. You've come a long way. I know. Hey, only five or six years of doing this, <laughs> and finally I get. <laughs> this is probably the fifth time we've done this. Hey, fifth, yeah. you yeah. know what they say about the fifth time? Uh, you should have gotten it two times ago. <laughs> <laughs> you, should, you should be good at this by now. Uh, the, I like the Mavericks. I think they're going to be a decent team. I don't think they're going to be a playoff team. I don't even think they're going to really sniff the playoffs, but I think that they're going to be a decent team that's going to win 36 games. And I think DeAndre Jordan helps a lot. I think Luka's going to be able to come in and play right away. Uh, I like I like them, and they don't have Nerlens Noel eating, eating hot dogs on their bench. But I know. We got him now. I, I think the only reason I would maybe say that they're going to be one of those sneaky teams that could be vying for the eight seed like is, sneak be, up and do damage. is because of Rick Carlisle. He's good, man. Like he gets he gets more out of his players that want to play for him, which we'll yeah. talk about. I know Nerlens; it's part of one of our Twitter questions. But I think for the Mavericks, what you look at is just the fact that. 
with the addition of DeAndre, but you also they are putting a ton of weight on how good Doncic is going to be early. Oh yeah, um, you know, and then also the development of Dennis Smith, uh, which according to the internet, he can jump really high. Did you saw, see that video? I saw a video yesterday where he almost, was like, he almost could have slapped the top of the backboard. He had his, he had his like nose over, above the rim. Yeah, that was crazy. Which here, so can I be honest about moments like that? It's like, hey, if you're in the NBA, I'm assuming you're a freak athlete. Like, rarely are guys in the NBA like Hamadou Diallo. Yeah. could easily do what that was. You know, it's like you think easily. Absolutely. I watched just a bit of that and I had to turn it off. I was like, this is so awkward. But that he has some like 30 minute New York yeah, yeah, documentary. Yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. Which immediately I was like, okay, well, I thought this would be more about <laughs> stuff I wanted to watch. Uh, but he is so. He's a freak athlete. Yes. Freak athlete. So anyway, cool. Yeah, Dennis Smith can jump. Uh, cool. <laughs> but it, you're depending a lot on his development it could be because they still are a little bit weak on their backcourt. Like they're still a little bit. Yeah, or at least a little bit of a question mark to me. I mean, yeah, they they have veterans that you're like, are they still going to be good? Is Devin Harris still going to be right. good this year? Which is West Matthews every time, and I only the only time I see the Mavericks when they play the Thunder, which they always play really hard and well against the Thunder. Like yeah. they've done that for as long as they've been a team. So but I think they still have JJ Barea. Yes, like, that's what I'm saying. It's I feel like, like he's like frozen in time. A whole bunch and, of. 36-year-old guys that are be, running their point guard. be 2043, and J.J. Barea will still be playing for the Mavericks. Yeah. And now, doing the same stuff. Like losing Yogi and Seth, does that matter to you? Yogi Farrell I mean, and Seth, Seth didn't play last year. He was hurt all year. Yeah, but the year before, I mean, he, he was good. It was kind of his breakout yeah. year. No, he's, I think he's, I think he's good. I don't know how good Yogi Farrell is. He's another guy, that, like, so Dallas is so strange because you never know, like, is Rick Carlisle getting the best out of a guy, or is he making a guy like you? Either have Rondo yeah. and Nerlens, which the the jury's still out on Nerlens. Yeah, we'll see. But Rondo, at least, like you saw him when he went to New Orleans, like he still can play point guard. Now we'll see yeah. what happens in LA. Who knows? But you either have this like kind of two ends of the spectrum where it's either he gets the most out of a guy that wouldn't contribute elsewhere, right? Or he, or gets, he gets zero it's out of a guy that contributed everywhere else. You <laughs> right. know? So, um, but I, I think Carlisle's top three or four coaches in the NBA, and so that's why I always trust the over-under for them. And I know you all talked about this two weeks ago, but uh, the over-under for them is 34.5. I think you said 36. They were 24-58 and 58 last year. It's a big uh, jump, but they were tanking hard at the end of the season. And I think the addition of DeAndre... DeAndre helps. Luka Doncic will help. I with think wins. so, especially yeah. if they can create chemistry, which you know they're going to have a while to do so. I, I don't know. I think this team. I would not be surprised if they get to the the forty range. You know, wow. which I don't know what playoffs are going to be this year. But Bro, what are you talking about, man? I'm talking about the Mavericks wins. getting to forty five hundred. Wow. I don't know. I, I, it's a big jump, Jamon. I just could never be surprised by this team. The hard thing about doing the West, and I kept thinking about this when you all did it and, and thinking about it last week when we were talking about it, is it's just like not all of these teams are going to get over. There's not enough wins on the table for no. everybody to do with this. And so it's just like, but <laughs> the that, entire league is improved. But that's for the Western Conference, like outside of Sacramento, every team has gotten at least a little bit better. Maybe Portland is neutral. Yeah, I think New Orleans. I think there's a question mark, and we'll talk about them a on little paper. Bit. Yeah, um, I don't think Dallas gets ten games better. Yeah, but you got to sure. think that twenty four. Like, I think they probably at least were a twenty eight win team if they would have actually tried. 
Yeah. I don't know. I I don't know. I just look at their team and I just think they're they're better than they're better than that. I like them. I'm not saying they're going to get 40, but I would not be surprised that if they got up to that 40 range. Just yeah. because of the way they're coached and if Doncic comes in and plays the way he can, if Dennis Smith improves like they're all of a sudden like a pretty Are you saying good team. For, they'll win 40 games? Yeah. There's no way. The over under is 34 There's and no a half. Way. Let's make that a bet. That they do. I mean, oh yeah, we I, have to do our. I bets. didn't say no. I'm not betting on this yeah, one. Yeah, I said bet, 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 bet. Ne- It doesn't. I could bet that the Mavericks are going to win 70 games, and there's never a payoff. I literally yeah, came there across is for me. I get a beer. Well, our, yeah. bet, our bets are saved for the our. Um, what are, yeah, we save those for our uh, hot. Oh, not hot take. What do we, we call, call it, it the uh, hot take. Hot bold, takes. bold prediction. Bold predictions. <laughs> oh my goodness, what's wrong? So with let's me? bet the if they get over thirty four and a half. Yeah, then, I'll take then that. I'll buy you beer. Yeah, because they're not shake on it. Boom! Wow, Ooh. it's on. There it's you go. Hey, on da, will you do me a favor real yeah. quick and explain to me why you think they'll be under thirty four and a half? Uh, because they suck. <laughs> and they're good. Just like every all these teams like are better. They're not that much better. And I, you know, I think they'll get under 34 because they suck and they're not good. I I will say, and we spent too much time talking about them. Yeah, we sure did. I will say, yeah, we didn't put our timer on like we used to, but (laughs) I will say this though, just to finish that and we can move on. Uh, I don't take into account naturally when I think about these Western Conference teams, I don't think I take into account how good the rest of the Western Conference is going to be. It's good, man. Like Dallas doesn't get to fill its, you know, win total with Atlanta and Orlando and yeah. you know, all these teams. So anyway, that's probably something that would make me a little more nervous about that forty mark, but I still will take the over. Not forty, I'm saying even thirty five wins okay. and I and okay. I win. I just can't wait for my uh, ice cold beer that I'm gonna you're gonna buy me. All right, let's move on to the Memphis Grizzlies. New to the team, Kyle Anderson, Jevin Carter, Omir Caspi, Jaron Jackson Jr., Dakari Johnson, Shelvin Mack, Garrett Temple, and Utah Watanabe. <laughs> and out. Leaving the team, Mario Chalmers, Mario. Deonta Davis, Tyreek Evans, Mike Henry, Omari Johnson, Gerald Martin, and Ben McLemore. Yeah, this Grizzlies team, they have an interesting roster. I think they, if they can be healthy, they could be good. But I just don't believe in this team's ability to stay healthy. And so I think, I don't remember what their over-under is. I think it's... 30, 34 and a half. Four and a half. Them and Dallas have the same one. They're, yeah, I, was, I thought so. Like I, their core group of players... Mm-hmm. I mean, would have been so great four years ago, and they were, and they were, and but they've still sticking with them, and like they can't think, yeah, we still got a chance. It just got to break our way. Like, but now it's like, okay, we need to it, tank. It's, yeah, need their to owner, tank. their ownership and management do think that they still are that team, though. They said they think they're a fifty win team. Yeah. <laughs> Right, that is ridiculous, bro. What are you talking about, man? That is ridiculous. Have you seen the owner? I can't even remember his name. Rob Para. I don't know what his name is, but he's this like young, kind of I don't know, idiot guy. Yeah, dummy, big dummy. (laughs) What's funny though is they still have John Hollinger on their staff, and I'm like, John, you know better than this, man. John, why aren't you? You were like the most brilliant before it's time sports writer there was for basketball. But he's not the decision maker. He's just like the player development or player. Hey, this guy's good. Statsman. I like Memphis a little bit. I think, I mean, I think Jaron Jackson, I don't know, man. He's good. 
He's, he's really good. Let's, let's just, you like him a little bit. On a scale of 1 to 10, how much do you like him? Well, for this year, I, I mean, I think I'm mean, like 8.5 for the future. Like, yeah, I think Jaron Jackson's going to be really, no, this really This year, good. how much do you like him? What is he, 19, maybe 20 by the beginning of the season? Yeah, this 19. year, you like him I think he'll be a contri- I think he'll be a contributor this year. I don't think he'll be as I'm, good as he will. I'm talking about the team overall. Oh, Memphis now. I'm down. I'm not, I don't think Memphis is going to be very good. At yeah. 1 to 10, how much do you like him? 4, 3. It's better. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, like I'm sitting at a one. Yeah, yeah. no, they don't. I mean, like you said, you're depending a ton on Mike Conley and Mark Gasol being healthy. And when has that happened? Yeah, it's. Uh, I'll take the under just because of that. There's no question to me that if you got to February and you're on pace for even 34 wins, I'm moving Mark Conley, uh, Mark Gasol. Mm-hmm. Mark Conley. Hey, Mark Conley, the hybrid of both of them. I would I would take a flyer on both of them though. I would see if anybody would take They're Mark Conley. So much I know. I know. For and such a long time. And for old people that aren't ever healthy. They're I mean, I think I don't know. They're, you're not gonna get much. And how much are it's they a, paying Chandler Parsons? It's a salary dump. Uh I don't know. Let me check those let me check your salary. Twenty twenty four, something like that. I mean, that. they're paying him twenty four million dollars a year to date Instagram models. I mean, that's yes. it. Yes, that's the that's actually true. Uh, do you ever watch the show Chrisley Knows Best? I could not even navigate to find that show if I wanted to. <laughs> well, I know about it because it is often on after Monday Night Raw or SmackDown <laughs> okay. on Tuesdays. And she, for a time, was dating Chandler Parsons. Oh. But they were not boyfriend-girlfriend because he would not say, he said, I will not have a girlfriend. I cannot have one. Wow. And like, I will date other people, but you will be like my main girl. <laughs> so Chandler Parsons is <laughs> making, worst. just to do this, he's making $24 million this year and then 25 the year after that. That's. And then Mark Gasol is. And then the, after that, he will have a girlfriend. After, and then after, after that, because he, will, boom, because he will not be in the NBA. He won't be. No. No. Mark Gasol's making 24 this year. Then he has a player option for the next season at 25 and a half. And that's one of those guys like, does Mark Gasol take that option? Mark Gasol is, he's in his yeah. early 30s. Like either, yeah. or I think there's two options for that. Is you either take that option and then bet that you can at least play somewhere for 20, the next couple of years, or you try to get a longer contract for not that, obviously, but you can go get a, Ten million dollar contract for four years, and then you can make your money. I don't know. Like I don't know what you. Would I do. think that'll still be there in 2020, 21, I mean twenty twenty one. Twenty five and a half. Twenty six million. No, no, no. I mean like a like a oh, four yeah, for forty. Yeah, yeah. I got you. Okay. Yeah, that you're right. You're right. But that'll be. I mean, I'm going to mess he up on his age. Re- he will not be able to recoup that kind of contract. That I mean, you just have. He has to opt in. Yeah. So he's thirty three. Yeah. So after his contract's up, he'll yeah. So that he'll be thirty four. Maybe he, he won't get a four year deal. He'll no. get like a two year deal. Maybe. Yeah. How old is Pow? Older. <laughs> he's the older brother. I mean, he's I in my mind he's forty five years old. He's probably thirty six, thirty seven. Wow. Well, great. Let's move on. Well, thirty eight. Thirty eight. Thirty eight. Let's he's move on. Old. The Spurs are old. Well, they really are. That's why they didn't press reset. Like they they've got such a weird mixture of players anyway we'll talk about them yeah, hey 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 don't skip over the new orleans pelicans who have added trevon buliet <laughs> jahil okafor jahil 
Alfred Payton, Julius Randall, and Troy Williams, and said, see you later, to Charles Cook, DeMarcus Cousins, Jordan Crawford, and Rajon Rondo. I mean, I basically really like Drew Holiday, Anthony Davis, and Nikola Miritich. And then everybody else, I'm like, no, I think Julius Randle's pretty good, but he's never been on a winning team. Uh, Alfred Payton? I'm kind of out on him. You know, if he... He's already bounced around, uh, so I'm, I'm kind of out on him. I think the knock with the Pelicans will be the fact that they're going to have a pretty decent starting five. Like, no depth. Zero depth. They, they brought in Jalil Okafor just to see if something could happen. And you know what? Nothing's going to happen. No, 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 no. He's not any good. No, I mean, they're hoping Solomon Hill can return to some, which I don't know much about him. I think Solomon Hill's one of those guys that you all talked about this as well as like he's what smart basketball fans oh, man. like. If you think the Solomon Hill is impactful, yeah, you're a brilliant yeah, NBA like mind. Solomon, have you seen his plus minus? Uh, but I think they're depending on him coming back to you know pretty good form. But once again, once you get past six guys, you're nothing. Yeah, I mean Darius Miller was pretty good for them last year. Etwan Moore was is is a good player, but then after that, I mean these dudes just aren't any good. How long, I mean, I think this is the question everybody's asking, and they've got him under contract for the next two years. Like, Anthony Davis, like, how long are you going to stay in New Orleans? It depends on if he will take that Supermax deal. Plus, yeah, I bet he loves... Uh, he's eligible for it. But he loves beignets and po'boys. He may, he may love himself po'boy. From all accounts, he's saying the things that make you think that he likes a franchise, right? Which, which means I know nothing. <laughs> but the Supermax is, I mean, that's a benefit that was that's, thrown in there late. Like it was a post-Durant edition. He's one, I mean, there's been teams that are afraid to give it to, to players. Like he's the one where you're like, please take it. I'll tell him right now if I'm the ownership. Like, hey, guess what? In two years when your contract's up, you literally name your price. Right. Because we have nothing. We literally may not have a franchise. Yeah. In New Orleans without you. Hey, they've got to give him the Supermax. Without question. And and if they even play for a second on it. Right. Oh, I think healthy, man. this team is really good. Again, I I worry about Anthony Davis's health. health. Yeah, he had a relatively good season last year. Yeah, but he was also, like, he played hurt a yeah. lot. And so I just, I don't know. They were 48-34, and I think the biggest thing that gives a positive for the Pelicans is how well they played in the playoffs. Yeah, swept the Trailblazers. I think losing Rondo isn't nothing. Yeah, you can't. I I don't think that everyone's like, oh, they got Alfred Payton to replace him. Like, no, mm. like he's never had a season even close to anything Rondo's done. Maybe he is. Alfred Payton is Dallas Mavericks Rondo at best. Right. Yeah. And so the over under for them is forty five and a half. And so obviously Vegas thinks they will not reach the same mark that they reached last yeah, year. Yeah. Remember how they remember they won like ten games in a row at the end of the season when everyone thought they weren't going to be any good. Yeah. The Pelicans were the one that probably I thought were going to be the team that fell out of the playoffs. Like I thought Denver yeah. and them. Like I had them both kind of neck and neck. Yeah. And maybe seemed, even it seems like Minnesota like and New Denver Orleans. would make it, and they wouldn't make it. And then you realize, like in hindsight, how enormous that Thunder. The Thunder beat the Pelicans in that last, like one of maybe their last losses before the regular season was over. Right. And they had, I mean, the Thunder, a lot of those games towards the end of the season were very like, you have to win these games. Well, they finished with the same record as the Thunder. (sighs) Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, so I I don't know. 
I, I don't think they're going to have the same luck. I think with the West being better, I think depth matters more in the regular season. And when you don't have any, I'm just slightly under. They could still make the playoffs yeah. slightly under. But yeah, I'm I, with you on that. I'm slightly under on yep. them. Hey, let's jump to our next team than San Antonio Spurs. They've added Marco Bellinelli, Dante Cunningham, DeMar DeRozan, Jacob Poltold, <laughs> and Lonnie Walker. There's there's little things above the Oh, I don't know what that pronunciation does. I, are they in last? What are they? I think it's, I don't know. It looks, I don't know. And they've said, see you ja- later. Is that Jakob? And no. goodbye. <laughs> what, what is that guy's name? Jakob Pertle. Yoka Pertle? Huh. <laughs> so they've said goodbye to Kyle Anderson, Matt Costello, Danny Green, Joffrey Levierne, Kawhi Joffrey. Leonard, Tony Parker, and Brandon Paul. This is a weird Spurs team. And this Spurs is, teams just get weirder and weirder and weirder. They do, man. Here's their, their top paid players. DeMar DeRozan. LaMarcus Aldridge, Pau Gasol, Patty Mills, and Rudy Gay. Isn't that the weirdest team? That is a weird team. Dude, if it was any team but the Spurs, right. and they just, would be getting trashed. That, Paul, it, that Pau Gasol contract is oh horrible. And yes, it's bad. He's making $32 million as a 38-year-old average center. I, I, have, a hot, I have a hot take. Average. I have a hot take first. This is Pop's last year with them. He retires. Two. I bet two it's two. Pow ha- Pow's deal is non-guaranteed in 1920. So let's Okay. Then for some reason, it doesn't show that on the basketball reference one. Yeah. Or it doesn't. I can't see it. Uh, I, I, so here's the deal. I'll, the other thing about the Spurs is the fact that everybody just is trusting the organization. I think they're going to be good. Like I think they're going to be a good team. I think DeRozan... Yeah, it's going to fit well with what they try to do. I think the loss of Danny Green and I mean, there's no way they're not going to take a at least some dip defensively. Oh yeah, I agree. But I mean, they're expecting a ton out of Dejounte Murray. Mm-hmm. But I still, I don't know, man. I'm not. I don't get super excited about this team. If they weren't, if it wasn't the Spurs and it wasn't Pop, I would take the under. The over under is well. It's 43 and a half. I'd probably still take close to that, maybe a slightly over, but but if it wasn't the Spurs, I'd be under this. Yeah, if this was the Hornets, which it, this feels like a Hornets roster. They would they would just suck. They would just be terrible. But right? Marcus Aldridge was really good last year. And DeRozan was good last year, too. Yep. It's just going to be a lot of mid-range. The counts. fit the fit is weird. Losing the guy, <laughs> losing the guys that they did is big time. And like their culture as well is going to be tested here because the only guy that's left from like all those big time runs was Manu and that's it. Which he hasn't even committed to come back yet. Right. I don't know. He has a guaranteed deal for next year. That's probably why they brought Marco back just so they could have a, more a Spurs. And yeah, we, God, we need somebody that's been here before. Let's <laughs> bring in Marco. Yeah. I, I don't know. I believe in Greg Popovich and I don't believe in this roster, but I still think they're going to win more than the 43. Was it 43? Yeah, 43 and a half. Yeah, that's that's still a low number for them, for this group. I think they'll win, but like this team is not going to be any good. Like They're not like a really good... They're not going to win anything in the playoffs, I'll say that. I could see that. Uh, they could miss the playoffs. They could. 
There's a, I mean, there's going to be some really good teams that will miss the playoffs. I think Pop hates this year. <laughs> he could. I think the only reason he stays he around is because he has a mouthpiece to talk bad about the president. Or is he is he going to hate it worse than he did last year, though, with all of the Kawhi stuff? Because he hated that. He did not like having to talk about that. Uh, so he he may feel a little bit of freedom, but then maybe halfway through the season realize my team is really not that good. Yeah, I just think he's. I just think you know the people that were like his team that like oh we're sticking through and like run, going as for as many runs. As Tony we Parker can, left. They're gone. That team gone. is not there, and he's going to be looking around and be like, I don't know any of these guys. I want to. We're no good. We're not going to get any better. I, I feel like bat. he'll really like Jakob, but I, it, he probably will. But I tell you this, I do think that he stays. I, the only reason I think he stays for two years is I think that's one of the reasons they went for a deal with DeRozan. Like, yeah. They did it because they didn't. They could have, at worst case scenario, they could have gotten young players, maybe a pick, even if it wasn't, even if the Lakers weren't willing, or maybe, I don't know how far on this conversation they went, but even if they weren't going to include Ingram, like you could have still got a Kuzma, few young Josh pieces, Hart. maybe a pick or two. Yep. Like you could have gone that route, but you go this route for DeRozan and a pick that's protected enough where it's never really going to convey but didn't but when DeRozan came wasn't he kind of unhappy about it he, he was unhappy about the trade he wasn't unhappy with going to the spurs he was unhappy with the way the raptors handled it treated him yeah yeah basically he was told at summer league by uh masai ujiri mm-hmm. they they he told him hey we're not going to trade you and well yeah i mean that's I don't. Th- I don't think that's how it happened. I think that they just said, like, right now, like, we're not looking to deal you. But then, if if that's the deal that comes across the table, you're like, oh, well, yeah, of course we'll do that. Yep. <laughs> I mean, it's cra- it would be crazy for them not to. Yeah, It'd be absolutely. I, I still said insane. this in the end. Like, I think both teams. It's one of those trades where I feel like both teams did okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. The Danny Green one's weird. Like, I don't like. They're just trying to move on, I guess, from him. I don't know, but I don't know. I think the Raptors did great. Yes, and I don't love. I don't love it for well, the Spurs because I just don't know what it does for them. Like yeah, I, make I, the seventh seed. I think I concur with that. The only thing I'm thinking is is if you who know we don't know what was really ever actually a part of potential trades, right? Yeah. And if you're looking at it to where well, Boston the, offered a bunch of picks is what ah was said. okay. In which case, if you can get like a young guy, you're not. I don't think you would get an elite young guy, but you just get picks and then you just move forward. And just see if Derek White or Lonnie Walker are any good. And then you try to trade Lamarcus. I mean, I don't know. That's what I would probably do. Just because in this Western Conference, I don't know what you're doing. I guess they're just trying to make their playoff streak longer. From like what was it like ninety nine through now, they haven't missed the playoffs. Yeah, and so yeah, I think yeah, I they're just at the point let's where take it for to me, twenty it's years, like, guys. I, I don't know. It'd have been hard for me not to gut the roster a little bit and try to just be like, hey, let's start over and let's see if we can. Yeah. Yeah. Let's move on to our next team and our last team, the Houston Rockets. Houston. New to the team, Carmimo Anthony, Michael Carter Williams, Gary Clark, Vincent Edwards, James Ennis, and Isaiah Hartenstein. Out. Trevor Azaria, Tarek Black, <laughs> Markel Brown. That's what it says. Aaron Jackson, Joe Johnson, Luke Mba Amunte, and Chinaru Unakaru. <laughs> he just gave up. Yeah. It's the last name. Is that Trevor Reza? Yeah. 
Yeah. Azaria. Uh, Azaria. <laughs> it's like Hank Azaria. I think they're brothers. Yeah, I think you know, you're right. Voice actor for The Simpsons, Apu. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, Houston's going to be awesome. They're going to be a great regular season team. They're going to be very good. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, I don't know. I don't know. I still don't think this raised their ceiling. Their summer didn't raise their ceiling, obviously, but... Yeah, no, I mean, you add Carmelo Anthony, and he raises the ceiling in the minds of fans. We've, we've done this. We've had this exercise before. He raises the ceiling in your head. For real. And then he lowers the floor in reality. That's yeah. what he does. Mm. That's Carmelo today. Yeah, and all of these conversations about him coming off the bench, man. I, hey, Pete, they said I got to come off the bench. That's what I'm saying. Like, I... There's no way he's going to accept that well. It was hilarious. That day on Twitter, when the like, like 10 minutes span yes. was my favorite, where it's like... Woj backed out. Woj was like, yeah, you know, the Houston Rockets playing for Carmelo to come off the bench. And everybody's like, oh, well, that's, that's really interesting. Okay, good for them. That's great. That's what he needs to do. And then, like 10 minutes later, he has that quote tweet. Yeah. It's like, no. well, he'll be competing for a starting spot. He got a call pretty quick from uh, his agent that said, "Hey, hey, 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 yeah, Carmelo will not like to hear that." Well, and they don't. They well, just, me? yeah, they just don't. And I think you mentioned this as well. Is they don't have somebody really ahead of him. Yeah, if they had Ariza still, then it would be like, okay, come on. Yeah, he's going to start. Listen, and I mean, the question from the beginning is, does he finish? That's that's the problem. Is does he finish? And during the regular season. Probably a lot he does, and he's fine, and they're going to yeah. win games. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't change the fact that that playoff question mark is going to be there. Yeah. Oh, it's there, baby. And what's going to happen, even if you play the Thunder and the Thunder throw out Jeremy Grant at the four. Jeremy Grant was 10 times better than Melo was at the end of last season. Yeah. And he's, he, can, he would defend Melo to the point. I mean, I'm just thinking, you know, like thinking matchups, which I know it's not always one-on-one matchups, except for when it's Melo, but... You know, like they will just be able to defend him well enough to where it's not well, a problem. And, and then the thing is, who is Houston targeting on the Thunder side on the defensive end? Russ. Yeah, and Russ was awesome against James Harden. When he wants to. So that is not as concerning. But Houston, if you're the Thunder, you're just looking for that matchup. You're going to look to get Russell, Paul George, or even Schroeder on to have Melo guarding them. And then you just go to work. And that's what every team is going to do because that's what every team did to the Thunder last year when the Thunder insisted on closing him because he cried like a big baby whenever he didn't get to do it. Yep. And it's a, it's a going, I mean, I don't know why people think that's just going to go away. Oh, Cause he's so good in the Olympics. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hoodie, five years. Hoodie was- mellow. Hoodie mellow. Have you seen his training video from this summer about those, Three minutes of him working against a guy. There is nobody better at branding than him. Well, and the Rockets, one player better at branding. The Rockets are obviously betting on the fact that Chris Paul is going to be as a floor general. Yeah, he's the difference maker. They're best friends, so maybe Chris will be able to tell him, "Hey, man, sorry. Hey, dude, stop sucking on defense. Stop. Yeah, which yeah, that's the that's the thing. He'll make more shots. And last year he took and made more threes than he has in an entire career. Like people act like he didn't play the right role for the Thunder. That's just not true. He did. He just was not good at it. And then he's a defensive liability. 
That's the problem. He's not. That won't change. No, he can't get better on defense. He won't. No, he can't. Like I don't even think even if he really wanted to, he just doesn't have the lateral quickness to be in the game, especially in such a switchy defense, which is still what Houston does, which every team does now. Like he just doesn't have the lateral quickness. It's like asking Ennis Cantor. Like Ennis Cantor tries harder than anybody. Yeah, to be in shape and athletic. Just and he can't do it. He can't do it. He's never going to be a guy that can move side to side as quick as you need him to, to do. Mm-hmm. So I think Houston's going to be, I mean, that they won 65 games last year. The over under this year is 54 and a half. I feel very comfortable taking the over. Yeah, I do too. I think they'll win 55, 56 games pretty easily. But I, I still think that they're just going to have problems when it comes to the playoffs. And it may not make its way out until they get to Western Conference. And Chris finals. Paul gets hurt. Every year. Every year. That's true. And it just depends on when that happens. Because it true. was it hit at the right spot for them last year and then at the wrong spot at the end of the playoffs, obviously. But And they're also made to withstand that. Like, you know, Chris Paul got hurt and they still won a ton of games. I just am curious if they are made to withstand that this year. Because what won them sixty five games was that they were an elite offense with with a top six defense in the NBA. And that defense is gonna go down. And they're not that anymore. Because they're going to be playing James Ennis and Gerald Green a lot. Uh, Michael Carter-Williams is on this team. They're, they lost. Who is their primary wing defender? They're, PJ, but he played five. But he's, yeah, he's a 4-5 more than he is. He's, he's a 3-4-5. He's, he can't defend like ones and twos. So did they move Melo? Mel- did. Do he you start PJ everybody. Tucker and Mello? Like yeah, you're starting I, five, Chris Paul, James Harden, PJ, Mello, and mm-hmm. Capella? Yeah. yeah that's kind of gross. Yeah, I mean, it'll work. They'll win a ton of games. But Chris Paul, your two best defenders with that. I mean, you're Chris Paul, P.J. Tucker, Capella. You're making up for two pretty yeah. negative defenders. There was no player that defended more go-to scores last year than Trevor Ariza. Hmm. The minutes wow. on go-to scores was heavily in Ariza's favor. Which is like, maybe he why just, he's like, I'm going to go to Phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. I can't do this anymore. Like, every night I have to play the best player on the other team. And so you just – and the Thunder know. We know that losing that guy matters a lot. And just thinking that you can replace him with somebody like James Ennis, I just think – I don't even know who James Ennis is. I don't is. really believe in I've that. i said that name more this summer than I've ever said it, and I still don't really know who he is. The th- I mean, the Thunder – tried to replace Robertson with several different guys and nothing worked. I just, maybe their defensive scheme will be better than what the Thunder did at the end of last season, but that's a huge loss. I think they'll still win a ton of games, but then come playoff time, I I think the gap has closed between the Thunder and Houston. You know what makes me realize that the James Ennis edition is not as significant as when I pulled him up and I'm like, oh, he's played for a million teams. teams. <laughs> right. What's his middle, does his middle name start with a P? James P. Ennis? <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> uh, I think so. All right. Hey, let's move on to some Twitter questions. Bro, what are you talking about, man? I'm talking. Twitter questions! <laughs> let's we go through these pretty fast. Our first Twitter question comes from at JKMan08, who says that Andrew always talks about having the best five players on the floor. Is Grant's defensive versatility, rim finishing, and foul drawing better than two pats floor spacing? Does the new Thunder identity of defense and speed not lean towards Grant? I think it's a good point. 
Yeah, I think it's. I think it, it is absolutely a good point. I think the thing that we can tendency to lean back into is the fact that I think Patrick Patterson starts and Jeremy Grant finishes. Yeah, and Patterson will finish some games too. Just it's just you think it's matchup based. Yeah, I think it's totally matchup based. I think that Jeremy Grant will play more minutes than Patterson does. I just think that Patterson will use less possessions, and you're going to want that starting lineup to be basically mellow or not mellow. Why did I say mellow? Who me? Oh my goodness! Who me? Uh, Paul George and Russell Westbrook taking most of your shots, and you have these other three guys that are not going to use hardly anything. They're going to be play finishers. Um, bless you, Jay. Bless you. I've got some allergy issues ah. today. Gesundheit. <laughs> I think. Yeah, and Jeremy Grant will use more possessions than uh, Patterson will. Yeah, and so off the bench, I feel like it's basically going to be Grant and Schroeder going to carry the scoring punch off the bench, and then you're going to play, and you can play Grant at more spots. You can play him at the five. You can even steal minutes at the three if you need him to. Patterson is, to me, strictly a four. And some people thought, like, I think, I can't remember if it's basketball reference or NBA.com, but one of them had Patterson playing the five alongside of Jeremy Grant, but I just think that's no. wrong. He can't defend fives. So that limits his role within the team. So I think that Grant will play more minutes just because he can play more spots, and overall he's a better player. But and, but even if you played them together, Grant would be the five and Patterson, be the, Patterson would what, be the four. Yeah, that's, right? how, yeah. that's how I viewed it. Yeah. So I, <clears throat> I, think, you're, I think everything that this question brings up is right uh yeah and that's why he'll play more but i think the intrigue about this thunder team on on paper at least now we don't know what any of these wings are going to bring sam vicini had a really good did you listen to that podcast he had a really good podcast where he broke down kind of the wing options for the thunder Mm -hmm. he had ferguson one abrinus two i think tlc was three and then kind of hamadou and Mm -hmm. and burton anyway but i think the thing about this is what the thunder have finally really gotten with a roster is they've got a team where you can put like you can put five guys on the floor to where you're pretty confident on both ends with who you have on the floor yeah uh and all all of this depends on robertson how he how he feels when he's Mm -hmm. back what is i mean we've talked about at length uh but i think you're right in the sense that that grant does make a lot of sense but it's going to be total matchup based and and for donovan to have a roster where he's not Strapped into Dakari and Houston and Collison and Singler, right. like yeah. four four roster spots taken by guys that you really don't ever play, but guys you can say, "Hey, let's see what this looks like tonight. Let me throw out this guy. Let me throw out this move." And yeah, and we may get to the end of the season, and be like, "Man, Abdel Nader can't play, and Diallo's yeah. not ready, and TLC can play sometimes." Yeah, and it's like, eh, yeah, the know. biggest knock on him is that he basically can't dribble. I was like, "Well, that's a problem." Yeah, dribbling. Well. Dribbling on a, thunder th- on a Thunder team is not as important You're as right. being on other teams. Yep, which is why Ferguson's potential is still right. there. Like, get the ball, shoot it. Catch and shoot. You're, the Thunder need play finishers, and that's yep. why Nader and TLC make sense Yep, for the Thunder. Yeah. Next question. Let's move to our next Twitter question. It is from at Drinking Tea, who wants to know is the most underrated part of the mellow trade, being that both Schroeder with 85% free throw last year and TLC with 82% free throws on his career can actually make free throws. <laughs> his name's Schroeder. That's what I said. Yeah, booby trap. Bro, what are you talking about, man? With the Charlie Brown character plays the piano. Very good at free throws. <laughs> I do think, I do think that 
I mean, free throws cost this team a ton of games Holy last moly. year. It was like 17 games, I think. And the hard part, like, it, that's another one of those markers that just made you look back and think, like, Russ's drop-off specifically was one of those things. It was like, it was what so in the weird. And uh, Paul George wasn't, wasn't at his average. Mello wasn't at his average. It was a weird Which all that says season. to me is pressure. That yeah. has to be a pressure Ment- thing. Yeah, mental something. Thing. Mental, yeah. that makes, yeah. So, but I think that that is an underrated part of those signings. I don't, I think the jury's still out on what TLC is going to do for this team. And so it may not matter. Like you, you can, Alex Abrinas is a 90% free throw shooter, but he shoots if you're shooting one three a, game, a season, you know, yeah. <laughs> like it's right. so, uh, but I think Schroeder's going to get to the line a lot. I think he's going to get to Hope the so. line. I think he's going to, mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. really high on that pickup and maybe I'm just drinking mm-hmm. the Kool-Aid, but I'm excited about it. Good. Could be cool. Hey guys, let's move to our next Twitter question. It comes from at JCKWalker777 OKC, <laughs> who wants to know why did Hamadou Diallo change his number from 22? That's it. We're either getting Chris Middleton, Andrew Wiggins, or Larry Nance. Follow up. The tweet said, then they followed up, said they got it backwards. So we guess we're getting <laughs> Jamal Crawford. So he. It was announced by the Thunder. We can go over this quickly. It was announced by the Thunder that he was going to wear six, and then when they did the rookie photo shoot, he's wearing 22. So I guess he changed over to 22. Next question. Next. Yeah, I have no idea why. It's kind of a weird thing. Yeah. I almost I almost text somebody with, uh, with the Thunder about that, and then I was like, oh, probably not worth it. <laughs> Next Twitter question from at Josh underscore oh, like he's Morrison. A kid. I don't know. Right. Just... Who wants to know, is Dunked On not mentioning Deontay Burton in their summer league review? The final straw. The final straw. It's irritating. The straw that broke the camel's back? It could be. Why do, you, do you still listen to him? Uh, yeah. Sometimes. I just don't. I, I've never even. I've never listened to a podcast, but yeah. I feel like they just enrage you. Is that kind of what it is? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, it's like I like listening to them because they're intelligent, but I also like listening because they make me angry all the time. Yeah, they're they're mostly not entertaining. It's mostly just a I would like to keep up with the entire league kind of thing because they do a good job of that. With they keep you up with all the news. Yeah, that's good. And so that's primarily why I listen to them. But then some of their opinions are are pretty bad, they're especially am- when it comes to the Thunder, and especially when it comes to Deontay Burton. Man. Yeah. What the- yeah, what's come on? Y'all don't come know on. he's going to be an all star. Come on. Next, <sighs> next Twitter question comes from at I am the JK who wants to know: Would you rather have Reggie Jackson or Dennis Schroeder if hypothetically both players had no previous history here and wanted to play for the Thunder? Schroeder is three years younger and averaged better last year in field goal, free throw, points, assists, and rebounds. I mean, there's. It's hard, number one, it's hard for me not to think about Reggie without thinking about the context of how much I hated him. So, But number two is, I, mean, I I get the question, the premise of the question between Schroeder and Jackson. It's just hard for me not to, like... Reggie's bigger. Yeah, but Jackson, he, he hasn't done much to make me think... He was hurt all season last year. Yeah. So, you know, I, I he's don't... He's still kind of a prickly guy. Yeah. I don't know. I just, but so is Schroeder. Schroeder's a prickly guy uh, he's as a, well. He's a prickly pair. I think it's, for me, it's hard for me to detach myself from the fact that like Schroeder's my guy now. You know, like yeah. He's on the thunder. I love him. He's incredible. He's going to be the best he's ever been. He's got that patch of hair that's really cool. Yeah. And then you look at Jackson, and it's just like, uh, 
Yeah. Like even Steven Adams doesn't like him. I can't take Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean that's that's the nail in the coffin for Reggie Jackson. It says Steven <laughs> Adams doesn't like him. The most controversial thing is that he didn't pass it to Russell <laughs> Right. So good. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, it's I it's impossible for me to take my bias out. So Next question. Next question comes from at MJ Boyd nine five who wants to know if Abrinus doesn't accept a contract extension, which trade would you rather see? Abrinus slash Singler for Courtney Lee or Abrinus Singler for Kyle Corver? Or is there another that you like more? I think I like the Courtney Lee deal better. I think I like Courtney Lee as a player better than Corver. Uh, just because I think he's going to be a better defender, a better team defender than what Corver is. And Corver's older. You have to kind of question how much... Like he was really good for the Cavs last year, but LeBron makes players so good. And that's why you know a lot of people that don't believe in the Lakers, I'm just like, I don't know, man. Like They have LeBron James on their team. But I think that I'd rather have Courtney Lee... Um, well, I can't but it's have, probably pretty close. I can't think about this conversation though because I start talking about salary cap implications, and I just can't do that because both Abrinas and Singler are expiring yeah. this year. Uh, Courtney Lee has got another year; it's twelve and a half million dollars. Like, mm-hmm. like I don't know. Like, are the Thunder going to let Alex and Kyle expire or trade them for nothing? You know, basically just to have the roster spots mm-hmm. and then try to just build your peripheral piece. Like, that's not an unintelligent thought to think build with peripheral pieces that yeah. aren't hot that aren't 12 and a half million dollars can you get can the hope for them obviously this is this is a no-brainer as well but the hope is is that you can get some of what Courtney would bring out of one of these guys that's on a pretty minimum deal maybe you can't i don't think- i don't know i i don't know i think just at some point the Thunder are going to have to find a reliable wing that they can close a game with. If let's at least get to the two minute mark with, you know what I mean? Because if teams are fouling Dre and putting him to the line, and he's shooting twenty percent from the free throw line. You have to have a guy that can come in that you trust, and the Thunder really haven't had that guy. I'm a big believer in Abrinas. But he hasn't shown enough. But Billy Donovan isn't. Well, the, he just hasn't shown enough consistency to be that guy. You just, yeah. I, so I rewatched it for some reason because I guess I don't have enough to do. But <laughs> I watched that, um, the whole comeback, third quarter comeback, game five. Five? Yeah. Game, game five, five for the Thunder and yeah. just watching. I mean, Abrinas was so good. He was really good. So good. And if he moments. can be that guy, then you don't have to worry. You don't even need to make the trade. You just you let him play out the year, and then you try to get him as a restricted free agent. Yep. But I do think they're going to try to offer him a contract extension. And, you know, he, he is a trade chip, because I do think he holds some value to other NBA teams. I think the Courtney Lee deal makes sense for both teams, in a way, because... I just think that you know what you're going to get when you get Courtney Lee. He's going to hit shots. He's going to be a team defender. He's not going to expect to be the starter. I think that that's all those things you want. And the Thunder have always not really gone into the season with a guy like that. And then they get to the trade deadline or to buyout season. And then they try to bring in that guy and plug him in late. And then it, it just has never worked them they tried it with Corey brewer they've tried it with Derek fisher they tried it with Karan butler 
They've tried it with all these dudes, and it has never been a good result. And so, to me, I think it does make some sense to go get a wing now that you know you can trust and have them at the end of the season that you can close, that he could be your fifth guy. Because the Thunder, they still, we could get to April and, and say, still not have a fifth guy. who's the fifth guy? Who's it going to be? And I think most people are depending on it being Grant, though, right? Are yeah. you talking? Were you talking wing? It could, yeah, I mean, typically it's a wing that can hit a shot and defend. because Dre is his offensive. You can get Dre back so. in at, after the two minute mark, but up until then, yeah. if they're if they're doing what Houston did a couple of years ago, I mean, that's a, it's a challenge. And so Alex, you, d- you, Alex, man, it's Alex, I believe, or or Ferguson can make or a TLC. Jump. And that's, but we're still, or Burton, we're still, <laughs> there's still so many ifs and it's kind I know. of, it's scary. It's the, I mean, it absolutely. That's, I think the defining question mark of the thunder going into the season is the ifs of all of these wing players. Yeah. Then get all six of them to create one consistent <laughs> guy, you know, like that's literally, and that's, it feels yeah. really like that's what Presti is doing. Hey, we're going to take a runner on all these guys. Yeah. And, and four of them have played legitimate NBA minutes. TLC was a starter for the Sixers throughout the season. Some last year, he's got. I mean, he's got actual NBA run. Nader because the Celtics were just an injury plagued team. Yeah. Like Nader played minutes for mm-hmm. Boston. I mean, obviously Abrinas and Ferguson are. are, are I mean, we know that they played. Like these aren't all four just D League projects. Uh, although you know Nader did spend a lot of time in the D League, but all of them have NBA at least minutes underneath their belt. And I think that's why it's like, man, with the four of them, hopefully somebody does something. They're all borderline rotation players yeah. on every NBA team, and can one of them make a leap? Yep. And, and I, it's absolutely the risk you take. Yeah, I think as a team that's paying the tax and paying the repeater tax... That's how you have to try to find that's how you, That's. I mean, I think that's it's good logic, but I still think that finding somebody... That you know can play. I know that would be a pretty would, significant would be nice. Deal. Yeah, <laughs> for sure, it would be nice. All right. Question. Next question. It comes from at Austin Walsh, who has two very important questions. One is cheesecake a cake, and two are hot dogs a sandwich? I don't believe hot dogs are a sandwich. Well, first, go cheesecake. Cheesecake's obviously cake. It has the name cake in the name. It's That's a me, cake. Jay. That's me. I'm playing putsies. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, uh, is cheesecake a cake? Sure. Yeah. If it's not a cake, then what is it? It's not, it's a, not pie. a pie. So it's a cake. Is it a tart? Uh, no. What's a tart? I don't know. I don't not know. a cheesecake. I think, I think only sweet tarts are tarts. So I would have to say that cheesecake is a cake. <laughs> it's a cake. It has the name cake. Hot dogs are not sandwiches. Hot sandwiches dogs are sandwiches. Although bread hot dog is around not meat. That's not okay. This is the reason why a hot dog is not a sandwich. Yeah. Sandwich. Meat. I mean, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, 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 sorry. We're, doubled, we're only talking about the double sandwich. down is the only sandwich. Sandwich is bread, <laughs> meat, meat, More and meat. things, Jeez. and then bread. There's only one piece of bread that connects both. So it's with the hot dog in the middle. It is, not, And there's only one piece of meat. Sandwich what about a Philly cheesesteak? Is that a sandwich? Sure. Yeah. Doesn't it have the connecty bun? No. It does not always But it breaks. It, bre- it will break. What and about, and it's remember, several about, slices of meat in What there? about, you remember yeah. back in the day when Subway used to cut like the, instead of cutting it in half, they would cut the, like a little kind of, I don't know, what do you call it? Where they would dig dig out like the middle of it and then put your meatballs in. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. No. 
I don't remember. Was that a sandwich? It's because there's multiple pieces of meat in there, so a hot dog is not. However, a double dog is a sandwich. <laughs> Get out of here. I think it's oh. just the fact I think it's just the fact that multiple pieces of meat is very important. Hot dogs stand on their own, man. Hot dogs are hot dogs. Man, you know what's great and I haven't had in a long time? Hot dog. I haven't love, had a hot dog. I in a love hot dogs, man. Let's go to Sam's today, man. Yo. They got, I like their hot dogs because they got a lot of girth on the dog. They do. It's a girthy you know? dog. Andrew, you've been I called like out again by Pepsi United, and we skipped the question. Yeah, and we're going to continue to skip it. Next question <laughs> is from at OkiProud76, who wants to know, do you enjoy horror movies? And if so, what movie is your favorite? I'm a huge horror movie guy. What's uh, your favorite? My favorite all time is The Shining. Oh, wow. I love it. It's mm. so good to take a nap to. <laughs> oh, but also, strange, but also it's just great. Of a horror movie. Bro, what it's are you great. talking about? Yeah. I also like the movie The Thing. Okay. John Carr. Carpenter, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, great, 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 great. And uh, Dane Carr. I love <laughs> Scream. That's, so I, I, don't, I don't like horror movies oh, yeah, anymore. Either. I stopped watching them. I was in the theater. I remember this like vividly. I was watching Saw 2, which isn't really a horror movie, but kind of is, I guess. I was watching Saw 2 and I'm How seeing it. How is it not? Because it's not like, it's just a different, I don't know. Those are just, it's just weirder. Like horror movie, I think. Psychological like, thriller? Yeah. Hey. I mean, it's a horror movie. It's just a different type of yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, like it's, a, it's like a, is a hot dog a sandwich? It's like, is Saw a horror movie? I don't know. It is. Maybe, it's, kind it's of. It's just like, it's just torturey, torturey I'm watching it, so it's yeah. Saw 2, and I'm watching it, and I go, what am I, what am I doing here? What is my, what like, is I don't this? enjoy this. This is not fun. Why? The, the Saw so movies. I, I literally, I was like, I'm never seeing another horror movie. But I think that that's what the Saw so there's a point when you're watching the Saw movies, you're like, "What? Why am I doing this?" They're the storyline is bonkers. I did that with che- Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the new one. That, that yeah, one. I saw. It in the I don't know why I asked that I, question. Like, no, I the 1986 it. version. Right. <laughs> my my mom took me as an infant. That was the moment that I decided. No, I hated that experience, and I was just like, "What? Well, I'm never going no, again." I don't like, like never. Ever. Terrifying. This was awful. This but, was a terrible thing. Yeah, the, the kinds of movies that you guys are talking about are not my favorite so i watched i watched no shining's great shining is that's not that's i don't think of that as like the modern era i don't think it would survive like it did like shining is more psychological thriller i'll tell you i watched i don't think what's the i don't think don't don't do it give me just a second what's the one what's never mind okay i was trying to trying to figure out what the most recent one i watched was a while ago and it was the one that had like the little tiptoe through the tulips it's like What's the name of it? All right, I'm back. I know what you're talking Taking about. Taking a deep dive. However, any of, either of you that have like signed off on horror movies, yeah, watch Scream, and from beginning to end, it is a joy to watch. I love Scream. It's one of the best movies of all time. It would be a Scream with the Scream. You, when you watch, you Scream. <laughs> uh, it's good because you know what you're for. Um, all right. right, let's next move question. on to our next, next question. question. And it is this. It's from at Johnny Ho 34 who wants to know, are your significant others supportive of your podcasting or annoyed with how much time it takes? My significant other is just so supportive. <laughs> so supportive. <laughs> we, uh, we sit and we read through the Twitter questions the night before and uh, I practice. Yeah? No, I don't. Yeah? <laughs> Insidious. Is the one I was talking about. I heard that was good. It all depends on the week. 
<laughs> it depends on the week. No, for the most part, my wife's pretty supportive. We do it at my house at six in the morning. Yeah. So obviously there's at least some level of support. Uh, yeah. And she loves to come out to live pods and stuff like that, but it does yeah. depend on the week. She does not love how much I love Thunder basketball yeah. and prioritize it in my life. Yeah. And I just have to tell her, you knew who you were marrying. That's right. You chose this. That goes really well in my household. Uh, you knew. You knew. <laughs> you chose this. You know what you <laughs> knew what you were getting into. Uh, my wife is really supportive of it for the most part. So, yeah. Except she's having babies. Yeah. Get, taking you away from us. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty <laughs> passive aggressive if you ask me. She's doing this on purpose. Yeah, that's it. No, man. We have... And Taylor, Taylor's getting married in, gosh, two weeks. And so yeah, he's I'm and, and she's I'm not supportive at all. She, she he's, he's off the pod. Yep. That's, that's why right. he's not here today. He's off, man. R.I.P. I think my wife heard that question. R.I.P. Tay Tay. Uh, I, I saw her visibly listen to the question just a second ago. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. I have one more question for you, but... Before I do, I want to talk about Oklahoma Shirt Company. Jay, you're wearing an Oklahoma Shirt Company shirt. Why yeah, I talk to us lot. about it. I mean, so here's the deal. It's freaking hot outside and sticky, humid. Yeah. And my buddy Justin, who's the Osco guy, he gave me this like long sleeve, super thin, like kind of sweat, not a sweatshirt, but like a hoodie. Yeah. I'm going from a hoodie mellow look. Uh, and I love it so much that I wear it when it makes no sense to wear it. Like right now? Like I went outside to the, the car summer. and I was like, oh, and I'm immediately sweating profusely. Yeah. But it's that comfortable and that's what they do, man. That, I, I haven't worn an Oklahoma Shirt Company shirt that I don't love the way it feels on my body. Mm. Oh, yeah. That's true. Mm. They're also easy to work with, right, Luke? That's true. Working with them is a dream. They, they take your idea and make it so it appears on a shirt yep. in a way that is visually appealing. And uh, they're, they're a lot of fun to work with because, uh, you know, the, they make your dreams a reality. They do. They do. And uh, they also have their shirt of the month club, an Oklahoma-themed shirt, $10 a month, first of the month. You get a new shirt, and for signing up, you get a free introductory shirt. Yep. That's two shirts for the price of one. And uh, they're pretty cool, and if you see one, you can go by their store. Yep. And uh, they have some old ones. Guess what? They don't mark them up. No. Still $10. Yep. You can go in there anytime, pick that up. I think it's the September one I just saw came out that yeah. has it's an oil derrick. It looks really cool. Yeah, you can stop also, by their store. Check them and out. Let me say this. If you have a kid... Mm-hmm. Uh, my son is Andrew. eight and a half. He turns nine in a week and a half. And uh, we got him on the Oklahoma Shirt Company shirts. You know, kids, they run through clothes like crazy. Oh, yeah. yeah. So they for 10 bucks, a, 10 bucks a month, and you can just call in or email in and change your ch- shirt size as your child grows. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. And so he wears Oklahoma Shirt Company shirts all the time or because they're awesome. Or if you're about to lose a lot of weight, sign up and as you lose weight, yep, change, drop down. Drop down the sizes. That's and, true. And the other thing is I will say is if you they have a Missouri shirt of the month club, they also have an Arkansas, they've got uh oh, Kansas wow. and Texas. And oh, so, wow. so check them out. There's no reason for you not to support Oklahoma Shirt Company because they really are. I mean, I'm not this is not just hyperbole or because they sponsor us the best apparel company. In Oklahoma. And coming soon, Wisconsin Shirts of the Month. Yep. Just lots of cheese. Can't wait. They're all going to be the color of cheese. Gross. That's what I heard. All <laughs> right. <laughs> Final question. Hurry, you miffed. Hurry, peeved. Miff. 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 Miffed and peeved. 
I'm not miffed and I'm not peeved. In fact, I'm G&B'd. Oh, wow. Because my bathroom is complete. I can now poo-poo at my house (laughs) (laughs) and pee-pee at my house inside and I'm going to be doing it all weekend. All right. Just going to take a big old slab of X-Lax and just sit on the toilet all day. (laughs) Good for you. guess what? I can do that. You can. A slab. A slab and X-Lax. That's where you just take them all. Probably the wow. Walmart and Walgreens are also thankful that you have a bathroom. Yeah, I made, some good, I made some good friends there during my time. Actually, no, I made no eye contact with anyone whenever <laughs> I was there. Walking straight to the bathroom. But <laughs> did you ever feel straight. obligated to buy something walking in and using their bathroom? Eventually, I uh, yes, I did. Like I, I went to Walmart and then he's I got, bought some pickles. He's got 35, <laughs> 35 you know. packs of gum. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of <laughs> Snickers. Mm-hmm. No. It's a trident. Uh, no, <laughs> I did. Yeah. No, I did not. I was Dinting. in and out. But I won't be back to either establishment for about a year. Wow. So you miffed and peeved, man. I am so miffed. Yes. To this day, last Thursday, my yard needed to be mowed, and I was going to do it. Uh, but my father-in-law was like, "Hey, I will pay somebody to come mow your yard." Nice. That's awesome. Thank you. He said they can't come until Saturday. I'm like, oh, that's okay. It's going to be a little tall. It's going to be a little tall. <clears throat> this was last Thursday. Not yesterday. Last Thursday. It has still not been mowed. Oh, And it man. is high, and it is bothering me, and there's probably critters, oh, there's and there's the probably bugs. Here's a question. Does your neighborhood have like a, a sign they put out to let you know, hey, you need to mow. The village, man. The they, village. They don't mess around. Oh, like, really? They'll put a nuisance abatement I, yeah. sign in your front That's yard awesome. if it, it's over like 12 inches. Yeah. No, 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 no. Six inches? Oh, yeah. I mean, which <laughs> is average for the village. Um, actually, I got one. I got a nuisance abatement this you year. And, and my guy, like it rained the day before, so yeah. my guy couldn't come out. He had to come out yeah. two days later. And I got one. I was like, mm, so frustrated. They, the will, village, they have like a... Like See, we don't yeah. people to just the village to the Facebook group awesome. is just just so mad about it because having signs all around the house saying "Hey, your yard's look like crap" makes, makes the it street worse. look worse yeah. than if you just like called them. It's like, "Hey, mow your lawn, man." Yeah. The hard part is, is like you do go through some houses and it's like, and I have to like go through with the machete to get through your yard. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's pretty rough. Is that your house? It's getting really bad. So, so, what, so what's your up? guy? Are you gonna do so it what's your guy? Have you, have, have you called him and be like, what's up? I did. I called him. And he was very surprised to hear from me. <laughs> and he was like, oh. I mean, to his credit, it has rained a ton over the past week. But it's also made y'all, yard. Y'all almost had like a tornado in your backyard. We had one just west of us. I mean, just like right there. You could see it. You could take video of it. I didn't know it was happening until you texted me. I sent a text to you text Andrew. Me. I was like, hey, man, just stay safe. Yeah. I got like a text from you and then one from my mom, and I was like, what is happening? Because I didn't even know that, was, that that stuff was going down, and then I was like, oh. You don't have the TV on? <laughs> no. Do, no. You, do you have a storm shelter? No. Oh, Lord. My neighbors do, and they're like, just come over. My neighbor even gave me a key and said, oh, really? you, can, you can use it whenever you'd like. Wow. To the whole house? To the whole house, no, <laughs> to the side door. Do they have a hot tub? <laughs> they don't have a hot tub. I wish they did. Uh, but I feel like 
the the yard is an indictment on the husband and what his life is like uh-huh. without question yeah. and whenever it looks out of control everybody you like, look Gosh. out of control like what is happening with andrew <laughs> so, what's wrong with him what, what's yeah and that's how i feel every every time somebody comes in i feel the need to explain to them my yard situation what's he's supposed to come today he's supposed to come today <laughs> it's like if he doesn't a, i'm gonna lose my up. mind i'm gonna lose we my had mind. a what's funny is during this podcast my across the street neighbor is this older gentleman named dale who just like takes care of the whole neighborhood but he came over and edged my yard and my wife just said maybe he's trying to say something to you I'm wow like, well, looks like i'm mowing today is that that's not nice. rude because i have a neighbor and i want to tell my guys like hey why are you here like edge their yard He's at the corner. At, no, no, no. The edging is not weird. If you mow my yard, I have a problem with it. Yeah. Because I, I have a ton of fescue, and most people just put it on one level and just mow the whole thing down, and that's bad for fescue. you got to leave fescue a little taller. Hey, a man's yard is his kingdom, man. <laughs> Thanks for listening to our podcast. <laughs> Talking about that. Scared money don't make